Hello there, friends, and welcome to the Shellac Stack. I expect by now you know pretty much what we do here, but for the benefit of anyone who may be joining us for the first time, this is the little program on which I play 78 RPM records from my collection, music from the first half of the 20th century. I always think we're going to have a good time when we get together for these Shellac Stack programs, but today I can pretty much guarantee it. We've got all kinds of good records lined up for you today including this very first one from the Dixieland Jug Blowers, a record made in the Webster Hotel in Chicago in December of 1926. It's a hot little thing, perfect for this time of year. Boodlam Shake. Such a good record. The Dixieland Jug Blowers, the Boodlam Shake, recorded in the Webster Hotel in Chicago 
on December 10, 1926. Lockwood Lewis and Earl MacDonald were the vocalists. That's also one of my most fortuitous record-hunting finds. I was in an antique store in central Virginia, oh, about 20 years ago, combing my way through several stacks of 78s, mostly post-war, red-label Columbias and RCA Victor Records, Dinah Shore, Rosemary Clooney, Eddie Fisher, that sort of stuff. I don't mean to dismiss those records out of hand, there's some good music to be had there, but it's not exactly the kind of stuff that gets collectors' hearts racing, and suddenly, lo and behold, in the middle of the stack was a gleaming copy of this Dixieland Jug Blowers record, and if you know anything about Dixieland Jug Blowers records, you know they're not easy to find, and they usually command premium prices, so I was delighted to pick this up for, I think, 40 cents is what I paid for it. <laughs> I was so nervous that it was going to get broken on the way home, either slide off the seat or just crack in the box. I did pick up some other records as well, but fortunately it made it home, and I'm glad to still have it today. The Dixieland Jug Blowers, incidentally, was primarily a studio group, cobbled together by jug player Earl MacDonald and fiddler Clifford Hayes, both of whom had recorded under their own names previously, and then they put together this ensemble that made some records for the Victor label in 1926 and 27, maybe into 1928, but I think 27 was the end of the road for them. The records are mighty, mighty fine, as you can hear. I think I've played some in the past. Unfortunately, I don't have too many more. <laughs> as I said, they're hard to find. Maybe someday I'll come across a few more. I like them a lot. Well, let's continue now here on the Shellac Stack, where we're listening to 78s from the first half of the 20th century. Got some hot tunes for you now, including, first up, Cliff Edwards as Ukulele Ike, a perfect record from October of 1924. Cliff Edwards sings a song called He's the Hottest Man in Town. The record doesn't look too bad, but it plays a little, shall we say, crunchily. There's a bit of noise here, but if you can listen through the noise, I think you'll hear a Really engaging performance. It's perfect 12167. After that, Coon Sanders, the Coon Sanders Orchestra, Victor 21939, recorded in Chicago in February of 1929. Joe Sanders will sing Kansas City Kitty. And we'll wrap things up with something from the Dixie Jazz Band, a pseudonym on this Oriole record for Perry's Hot Dogs from October of 1925. It's an Elmer Schobel composition called Hot Air, spelled A I R E. So, some hot tunes for you now. Here's Ukulele Ike. Just to keep cool And every 
put out the welcome mat Cause he's the hardest man in Thank you. 
love that little bit of barrel house piano towards the end, and then that nice syncopated ending with the high trumpet. A good, good record all around. Perry's Hot Dogs, a.k.a. the Dixie Jazz Band. That was Hot Air, recorded in New York in October of 1925, issued here on the Oriole label. I have a couple of other versions of Hot Air. I think my favorite is the one by George Olson and his music on the Victor label, also from mid-1925. And then there's a pretty good version on the Harmony label that's paired with a song called Taint Cold on the other side. (laughs) I always thought that was pretty clever. Before that, the Coon Sanders Orchestra, recorded in Chicago, February 23rd, 1929. Joe Sanders singing Kansas City Kitty. And we started the set with a perfect record by Cliff Edwards, or if you prefer, Ukulele Ike, from October of 1924. He's the hottest man in town. And with the summer we've had, There have been days where I have felt like the hottest man in town, especially when our air conditioning wasn't working as well as it should have been, but (laughs) I digress, so let's get back to the music. I have up next for you a big 12-inch record by Coleman Hawkins' Swing 4. This is on the signature label, 90001. It's a song by George Gershwin and Ira Gershwin, recorded in New York December 23, 1943, The Man I Love. Not one of my favorite, favorite songs, but this version is just so good, I can't help but love it. I hope you do too. Here's the Coleman Hawkins Swing 4. Thank mm-hmm. you. 
under ordinary circumstances, I'm not a real fan of long, extended jazz performances that go on for 10, 20, 30 minutes. I appreciate the brevity of 78s where performers have to consolidate and condense their ideas. But when it's the Coleman Hawkins Swing 4 playing like that, mm, I could listen to that all afternoon. <laughs> Such a good record. The Man I Love. In the group, we heard Coleman Hawkins, of course, play the tenor sax, Eddie Haywood at the piano, Oscar Pettiford playing the bass, and at the drums, Shelley Mann. That was a signature record with a nice green label, 90001 from late 1943. My name is Brian Wright. This is the Shellac Stack. If you'd like to write to me, the email box has been kind of quiet lately. If you'd like to write to me, my address is shellacstack at gmail.com. Again, that's shellacstack at gmail.com. Feel free to send along your comments, suggestions, or requests. You don't have to request a specific record. Sometimes it's fun if you want to just submit a request for a particular artist you like, or maybe a song that you like and you want to see what version I might turn up, or even if it's just a particular style that you're interested in, any requests are welcome. Shellacstack at gmail.com. I also invite you to stop by the Shellacstack website, which is, coincidentally, www.shellacstack.com. Or maybe not so coincidentally, but it is handy. <laughs> Let's continue now. Benny Strong and his orchestra. Here's a tower record from 1947. A song by Zez Confrey. Well, I say song. Originally, I think it was composed as an instrumental, but words were added so that it became a song. This will be instrumental, though. It's Stumblin', Tower 1254. After that, the Barclay Allen Rhythm 4, an ambassador record. I don't have a date on this one, but probably from around 1947 or 48. Johnny Martin is the vocalist for Give Me Something to Remember You By. And you'll get a nice taste of organ and Nova chord, an early synthesizer in the background. To start us off, though, here's Benny Strong, Stumblin'. Thank you. 
is something to remember you by when you are far away from me some little something meaning love cannot die no Just like a charm till you're returning So give me something to remember have Johnny Martin singing with the Barclay Allen Rhythm 4, a good Dietz and Schwartz tune, Give Me Something to Remember You By, an ambassador record number 1006. The organ and novachord accompaniment, while it can perhaps wear a little bit thin today if you're overexposed to it, was still fairly popular and quite the novelty in the mid to late 1940s. The novachord, an early electronic synthesizer that had been introduced in the late 1930s, prominently featured at the New York World's Fair. I think it has an interesting sound, if taken in small doses, so I kind of keep my eye out for Novacord records when I can find them. Before that, we heard a Zez Confrey tune, Stumblin', played by Benny Strong and his orchestra, a tower record from about 1947, number 1254. Well, last week, I spent a few days in Dallas, Texas, visiting a friend and making some recordings, and since returning from Texas, I've had it in mind that I should pull out a few Texas-themed records and play them here on the Shellac Stack, so that's what we're going to do. First up, Jesse Rogers will sing When It's Sundown in Old San Antonio, a Sonora record, number 7013, oh, from about 1945 or 46, maybe even 1947. Jesse Rogers, as you might guess based on his last name, was indeed a cousin of the famous Jimmy Rogers, the singing brakeman. And when Jimmy Rogers died... 
of tuberculosis in 1933. His cousin Jesse was brought in, signed to the Bluebird label, and recorded a number of songs in Jimmy Rogers' style. They were fairly successful, but by the late 1930s, that kind of singing brakeman, yodeling cowboy thing was starting to wear a bit thin. Just like that expression. (laughs) I used it twice. But the singing cowboys were changing. The Gene Autry type was becoming popular. The Roy Rogers type was becoming popular. And so Jesse Rogers changed the spelling of his last name from R-O-D-G-E-R-S to simply R-O-G-E-R-S, perhaps to seem more in line with Roy Rogers, and continued to enjoy some popularity all the way up into the early 1960s when emphysema forced him to retire and he died in 1973. So we'll hear Jesse Rogers sing When It's Sundown in Old San Antonio. After that, we'll hear Jim and Bob, the genial Hawaiians, a Montgomery Ward record, probably originally issued on Victor, recorded in December of 1933. The Song of the Range, it's called on the label. You may know it better as Home on the Range. But to start us off, here's Jesse Rogers. <laughs> When it's sundown in old San Anton And the cares of the day are all through I go riding to my Texas home To someone who is faithful and true Got my blue bonnet girl waiting there Got no worry, no troubles, no care We're so happy in our little home When it's sundown in all San
I don't suppose there's anything in particular about the song Home on the Range that screams Texas, as opposed to other Midwestern states, but uh, <laughs> it seemed appropriate enough to play after when it's sundown in old San Antonio, and that kind of Western and Hawaiian hybrid works well to my ears. That was Jim and Bob, the genial Hawaiians, Montgomery Ward record number 4424, recorded in December of 1933. Before that, Jesse Rogers, cousin of Jimmy Rogers, singing When It's Sundown in Old San Antonio. No particular date that I can find for that, but probably around 1946. Well, if you're not having fun yet, I hope you will with this next set. We're going to turn now to the Banjo Kings and their Barbershop Quartet, a record on the Good Time Jazz label from 1953. The Four Bits of Harmony are credited as the vocalists here, it's a song by Paul Dresser that goes back to, I believe, 1906. It's called My Gal Sal, and we'll follow that with a bit of ragtime piano played by New Orleans pianist Armin Hug, also on the Good Time Jazz label, recorded in New Orleans in June of 1950, Shelton Brooks's old song, The Cozy Rag. First up, though, here are the Banjo Kings and their Barbershop Quartet. <laughs> Thank you. 
always liked Armin Hug's piano playing, and I've picked up quite a number of his records through the years, and I've noticed that all of them seem to have been recorded in New Orleans. The man doesn't seem to have gotten out of the Big Easy much, if at all. That one was recorded in New Orleans on June 4th, 1950. It was a composition by Shelton Brooks called The Cozy Rag, Good Time Jazz record number 20. Before that, a late Good Time Jazz 78, number 89, from 1953, Paul Dresser's My Gal Sal, played by the Banjo Kings and their Barbershop Quartet, who are credited on the label as the Four Bits of Harmony. We have time for one more set on today's Shellac Stack program. I think we'll turn to some dance bands of the late 20s and early 30s. We're going to start with Joe Hames and his orchestra, a melatone record, a song by Johnny Mercer and Hoagie Carmichael called Lazy Bones, recorded in New York City on June 21st, 1933. Roy Wager is the vocalist. It's a pretty good record, Melatone 12740. After that, we'll head over to Chicago and December 12th, 1928, a record by Louis Armstrong and his orchestra with some nice piano playing by Earl Hines. Tight Like This is the name of the tune. And we'll wrap up with Ruby Newman and his orchestra, a 1932 recording with excellent high-fidelity sound. The Funny Boners are the vocalist on a song by Fats Waller and Joe Young called My Heart's at Ease. It's Victor 24073. To start off the last set then today, here's Joe Hames and his orchestra, Lazy Bones. Thank you. 
tight like this. No, it ain't tight like that either. I say it is tight like this. Let it be tight like that then. I don't know why, but I just feel as free and easy as the breeze. 
my heart's at ease. I blame it on the lucky day, dear. You came and chased the gloom away, and now I'll never know why, but I just threw away the lock and keys. My heart's at ease. <laughs> Lucky day, dear, that you came and chased the gloom away. think any of the Funny Boners, the vocal group on that record, had listened to any of the records by Bing Crosby and the Rhythm Boys with Paul Whiteman? <laughs> I should say they had. Boy, they sound a lot like them, and even their lead vocalist does a credible job of imitating Bing Crosby's mannerisms. It's quite a good record all around, My Heart's at Ease, played by Ruby Newman and his orchestra, Victor 24073. It's even a good tune, an excellent sound, captured by Victor in July of 1932. Victor was making some great records in the early 1930s. Before that, Louis Armstrong and his orchestra, a record made in Chicago in 1928, tight like this, and we let off the set with Joe Hames and his orchestra, a melatonin record from 1933, Lazy Bones. Well, that's all there is for this edition of the Shellac Stack. I've had a lot of fun this hour. As always, I hope you have too. And as always, I hope we'll see you back here next time for more 78s on the shellac stack. In the meantime, if you want to write to me one more time, my address is shellacstack at gmail.com, shellacstack at gmail.com. And don't forget to tell your friends about the shellac stack so that they can tune in and listen to these records along with us. Okay, that does it for me. We'll see you next time. Take care and bye-bye. Bye.